Hey, this is Myra. And this is Rhonda. And welcome to We Choose Love, where we discuss the complexities of love, relationships, and marriage. Hi, honey. Let's get the show started. <laughs> Let's do what it. But you all hyped up because you were sitting Let's up there do it. watching the freaking Warriors all, all That's right. week it's, long. It's the NBA playoffs. Even though my Lakers aren't in it, I'm still hyped about the playoffs. You see players at their best. Mm-hmm. And... You know, it's great basketball, so I, I can't complain about that at all. Yeah, is you hype, 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 hype. I'm hyped. <laughs> but anyway, hi everybody. How's everybody doing out there? They can't answer. They can. <laughs> it's not a rhetorical question. It's a it's a true heartfelt question. They can't answer, but I can still say it. Anyway, <laughs> so babe, I was I'm kind of late on the movie scene but i just watched star is born right and i've seen the original star is born well the original for my generation would be the 70s i think it was like 70s it was um chris christopherson and um barbara streisand i think so it was did you ever see that i i told you the movie was really good no no no, the the original one. one you know what i don't think i i don't think i saw i don't think so Okay. Yeah. So I saw it. It was very powerful for the time. But then I just saw Star, and it was so passionate. Like there was so much passion, so much about the love between those two. No matter all the drama they went through, and it just made me just think about like what is it? What is really the definition of love? Right. Right. Kind of like what is love and what isn't love? Yeah. What what love is not. But then I guess that differs from other people. So anyway, I ran across this article, which I thought we could talk about this on the show, you know, what you're saying, what love is not. Um, and it has some cool quotes. So I shared them with you, and I just wanted to just open up where, with this and see what, what you think about this. So one of the things that the writer was saying was that love is not a forever promise. Love does not need to be forever for it to mean something. Love can sometimes last a day, a year, 10 years, a lifetime. Love doesn't need to last a certain amount of time for it to be real and true and pure. And it's kind of like when I was watching that movie, this made me think about that. Like their intense love was short-lived really by time, if you look at, you know, time. But it was so intense. Right. I mean, and sometimes you can have that relationship that is... It's just like all out mm-hmm. and you're completely enthralled with um, with this other individual and then it's over. Right. But, but does that does, mean, does that mean, right. Then people like say, that's not love. Right. Right. Like you, you couldn't have, you couldn't have loved me because it didn't last right. eternally, but that's not true. Yeah. I, I think that it's not true. And I think when you say. I'm going to love you forever, which I've said, we've said, this, this is making me think it means I'm going to give everything I have at every moment until it, 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 doesn't, it does, until, until we're not here anymore. Right. I, I remember right? in the beginning, you used to say, you, you wouldn't say forever. Yeah. You were I big on that. Yeah. I didn't say forever. Why is that? It's like awkward pause. (laughs) I'm like, okay. Carla, you say what? (laughs) I don't know, because I was just like, nothing lasts forever. I really believe like nothing lasts forever at the at the time, I think. 
But now I think differently. You know, I feel like things do last a long time. Forever is just, forever could be at this moment. Doesn't make sense. What I mean is (laughs) forever doesn't necessarily mean it's time related. It just means the depth is what I feel like. Okay. You know, because somebody dies, you don't stop loving them. Right. Somebody moves away, you still love them. You stop talking to people, you still love them, possibly, you know what I mean? Right. So it could, that's, it does have a, la- a long-lasting effect that's not on a chronological, like, line of time. Right. But more kind of like a... a, a, a spherical. A, spherical. Spherical? Yes. Circular, I was going to say. We were going to say spherical. Spherical. I could barely say that. But anyway, so yeah, I feel that... Um, in order to really understand love, I think it is something that we can say for sure, just living through our experiencing, I mean, our experiences and, you know, jumping into and taking a risk. Um, we can say some things that love is not. Right. So what do you, what do you say? Um, let's see. I would say love is not when you're trying to take two individuals and just make them one. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, you know, for a relationship to sustain over time that um, the individuals have to maintain their own identities mm-hmm. and, you know, bring something to the relationship. Yeah, you have to have your individual. We talk about that a lot on the show. That individually, um, if you're happier and more fulfilled and you love yourself, that contributes to the relationship. And so you should be able to be individual. I think when you're younger, you do kind of, there's times when I want to be up underneath you all the time and you want to be up underneath, but I could totally do my own thing, like watch Project Runway (laughs) while you're watching The Warriors. (laughs) And it's cool. And be in the same space. Well, and I think, too, um, the fact that we're living in two different places helps us maintain our individuality and, you know, focus on the things that are most important to us individually. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think, too, that um, it's the same thing, like not needing every single moment you know, like, I have to be with you every single moment. And it's like, I'm not going to be with my friends. I'm not going to pursue my own interests. You know, I'm not going to live the experiences of life. You know, that's not love. Right. That's like possession or some kind of, like, lifetime episode. Right. Because on TV. you trying to block me from going to, um, to, my, my, to... Work, work, my workout sessions. That wouldn't work. No, and I ain't going with you. Trying to be with you every second, just trying to be with you every second, right? Right. You don't. You don't want to be with me then. I don't want to be with you every second of you doing that. Um, another thing that was in the article, this writer, um, just just for listeners, um, her name is Jamie Varon. I hope that's the right name. But anyway, another thing that she said that was really interesting to me um, that I really liked was. Love is not resentful. That love creates an environment to express on or air hurt feelings or grievances. It does not build and store up the grievances over years only to explode like a bomb and destruction of the relationship. Mm. 
And I was like, yeah. You know, are you going to hold on? You should be able to say how you feel. You hurt me. I hurt you. I express this. I'm upset about this. I'm upset about that. And then we talk about it. But then later, if we get into something again, here you are bringing up that same thing from two, three, four, five, six, seven, ten, eleven, twelve years ago. I I think that's something that I don't like that. I I was concerned about with us coming back together, getting back together, um, and moving forward with our with our relationship and our marriage. Is that we were gonna, you know, stay stuck in the hurt, Mm -hmm. and I think um, we've really worked hard to move away from that and express what we felt, you know, about that time and have been able to move forward mm-hmm. and live in the present. Yeah, I think that, I don't think we could really make it. I mean, we acknowledge the past. And if it's something we want to talk about regarding that, we talk about it. Mm-hmm. But we don't, we don't stay stuck there. Yeah. It's true. You Being stuck is not right. creating we're, any value. We're, we're dealing with the present and then planning future. Mm-hmm. Most important thing, I think. But to be able to have that space in which you can, because when you don't do that, when you when you express your feelings and your grievances and you're hurt or you're upset, and then the person brings it back up again, you, you tend not to want to ever express it anymore. True that. You know, you're not going to want to share if the person is always, you know, bringing it back up. Right. And being like, and then that means that they really haven't trusted you to actually change. And and they haven't really dealt with their feelings about the situation, whatever it is. Or like maybe like they, you forgive you, say, okay, okay, all right, I get it. And then I forgive you about it. I say I forgive you, but I don't really. I really forgive you, exactly. Yeah. Then I think that's a conversation too. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to vo- voice that you're, you know, I'm still not past this. This is still upsetting to me. And you need to understand why this is upsetting to me. Right. You're not getting it. Let me explain to you, and I'm going to tell you why. Another person has to be willing to listen. Yeah, yeah. I think that's important, too. So so focusing on the present so you can move to the future. Like right now, we're focusing on the present. We're focusing on, on the show. But I'm sure thinking about the future, about what you're going to cook later. <laughs> <laughs> That yeah. Ch- that, am I going to get that chicken with the rosemary? I just understand. I have some fresh rosemary in there, and I'm really excited. Because we're together. Yeah, and we're I don't, together. I don't That's why you don't get it. I don't get, get, get this yeah. often. So. so, yeah, so you went to the store, and you brought, like, everything that's your favorite. You're like, oh, I'm going to run to the store and just get us a little something for dinner. You come over with five top things. So, people. So, she loves my fresh pesto, so I got to, like, make fresh pesto. Then um, my old friends from Italy... Cooked this incredible like chicken, lemon, rosemary um, cutlet. Lemon? Did I get lemon? Oh well, if you didn't get lemon, it's not gonna work. I'm gonna go to the store and again uh, roasted potatoes <laughs> from Italy. It's delicious. You pan fry it lightly with flour, with rosemary and lemon. It's delicious. And my new favorite ingredient is brown rice flour. Oh yeah, that, yeah. Yes. You turned me into that. Yes. So she got me making that. That then what else I got to make? And Brussels sprouts. Oh, the, I've been munching on the Brussels sprouts. Which growing up I never ate Brussels sprouts. I didn't really like Brussels sprouts. L.A. We went to some uh, rooftop place, and that's when I ate these Brussels, Brussels sprouts, sprouts. That was so good, filled with sweet, with a little bacon in them, and all that. So I got to make that too. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> 
Back to the matter at hand. Back to the matter. I'm thinking about the future. Right. So what else love is not? Um, I would say, you know, we're talking about, I'm saying we're in uh, in a great time for me because it's the NBA playoffs. And the author talked about love is not a scorecard, Mm. which, you know, you know, I did this, so now you have to do that for me. Right. That that can be quite annoying. You know, I, I like to do things because I want to do them. I want to share. You know, I want to give my best. And, of course, I want my love reciprocated, but I'm not keeping score of you did this, I did that, you did right. this. Right, right, right. At the end, so you're not like, well, I did the dishes this time. She's talking about that and... And you didn't do that, and I took out the, you know, because in the end, it all equals out. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> it equals out because the other person needs to be given something. Maybe they're not doing the dishes, but they're cooking five meals in one hour for you to freeze for a month. Am I, do I get any food? <laughs> but yeah, not keeping a scorecard. Did you notice that I bought two batches of that fresh basil? Oh, I didn't notice, babe. I didn't. I just know you came back home with a bag full of stuff. And those expensive, those expensive ass pine nuts. Yeah, the pignoli nuts, <laughs> pignoli nuts. You know, fresh basil is easy to make, but the pignoli nuts really are the ones that you have to do a lot. Um, yeah, I don't mind though, but I, I think that's important. That scorecard, and I feel like if you can respect the contribution that the other half puts in, even though it might not be exactly what you do, then you're good. And I, th- I think that's key. You said respect, you know, respecting what the other person is doing, respecting their time, respecting their effort, acknowledging their effort, mm-hmm. you know, because someone thinks about you, someone's trying to do something nice for you. That, that takes, it takes effort and to, to be appreciative and have gratitude for that love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes time. But I think like all of this that we're talking about is like you never really know what love is and what it isn't until you engage in it. So you have to take a risk and you have to let your heart go and you have to go for it um, if you feel it. And when you feel that, then you experience it, you know. So here's a question. Do you feel like people could be in love more than once in their lifetime? Uh, is that a question for the for our listeners? Sure. That's a question for listeners. Okay. If you can't respond to that, send us an email about that. Hit us on Instagram to respond to that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Do you think that you could be in love more than once? Um, because it's such a powerful thing. I do think that when you get hurt in love, people don't want to take a second chance. I think they might take the risk at first, but then if they get hurt, they don't want to take a second chance or in the relationship if you're hurt very badly by your partner you don't want to continue it right just because you don't want to take the risk that you might get hurt again it is a risk but it's a beautiful loving risk i feel like you know the joy that you get from experiencing long-term love in your life you know is unparalleled and this is i'm talking about romantic love we have these experiences with family and friends and we know what that's like and you might be more willing to have a risk, you know, with friends. Some people are just like, nah, you know, I got hurt. I'm not going there. Right. So but we're some, we're testament yeah, to it. Yeah. Some friends are to, like that. That you you have one instant instance with them, and then you know they're no longer your friends because 
they're mad at something that you did. Yeah, and then you don't they don't want to keep it going. But the thing is this, I feel like it's important for me because I want to live joyfully is to, you know, move forward. Right. So I think romantic and, love is a little bit and, different. And I love love. I, I've been in love many times. Yep. You know, in my lifetime. And um I love it. I, I love the feeling of sharing, um, of opening up myself up and um I'm not afraid of love. That's a key key word that maybe why I keep taking the risk is like not being afraid. Yeah, I'm not afraid of love. Because love is multifaceted, right? And the author talks about that love is not guaranteed. That's deep, right? Love is not guaranteed, meaning she talks about it requires nurturing and care and attendance and the daily practice of gratitude. That love requires that you show up fully and completely to it each day. It's an everyday choice. Right. So, it ta- it, you know, it takes some effort, but if, if that's what you're feeling in your heart, it's, it's easy to, you know, want to share those feelings with, um, with that person. You know, it, it's effort, but you want to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I want to express, you know, those passions, you know, express and show, you know, if, if it's just picking a flower or going to the store, trying to make a nice meal or going somewhere that I think that you, you may like, you know? And being open to it. But when she's, when she's, when we're saying that, like, it's an everyday thing, like you have to want to be there. You have to want to contribute. You have to want, that's we choose love, right? (laughs) You have to make a choice that I'm going to, um, instead of spend time on all the stuff that's going wrong or not going wrong or not working or how hard it is or what hurt you last time or holding on to whatever, instead you're making that choice to like, you know what, I'm a, each day is a new day and I have connection with this person and I, I want to dedicate myself in that way. Are you dedicating yourself in that way to me? Yes. For the world to hear. Yeah. Are you? Absolutely. All right. Then. Here we go. <laughs> Not that I'm keeping score. It's, <laughs> it's a team effort. <laughs> sports references. Yes. Sports references. Here you go. With those references. Speaking of references... I'm going to get out of the sports because there are some things that are going on in pop culture that are interesting to me, too. Okay. Other than that, I think some people are real excited that Pose is going to come back in May. Okay. The show is coming back. I think it's going to be picked up in Netflix. Okay. And be streaming. So if you didn't. Oh, really? Netflix? Yeah, Netflix is picking Pose up. Oh. So it's going to be streaming there starting in May, I think. Oh, wow. I don't know if that's the first season or what's going on, but. If you haven't seen Pose, it's so it's about the ball scene, and it's in New York City. It's wonderful, wonderful. You'll love it. And we are very excited about that coming back. Oh, so you're not sure if they're showing season one or if this is the new season? Well, they're streaming it. So they're picking it up, so they got to be showing season one first. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because Netflix always picks up stuff, but you got to oh, okay. have the, the first season. And then I guess they'll take the, the next season when it comes. Um other really cool thing is, you know, 
Was it two years ago we were in Japan already? Yes. Oh, my God. No, no, no. That was, was last, it last year. year. That was last year. Okay, so last year we were in Tokyo in that cool area where it was like crowded, fun, everything, Shibuya, Shibuya, Shibuya. We had the best time there, partied, had a great time with the people, ate great. So anyway, they have their um, Tokyo Gay Pride. Yes, and it's which, their 25th anniversary. Yeah, we didn't even know. Well, right. we weren't, well, were we there at that time? No. No, no, no. We were there earlier in the month. I think that's a really big deal for Tokyo, for Japan. And, 25th anniversary. and that's kind of kicking off. It's like gay pride season is coming it's up. It's about to happen. Yeah, it's happening all over the world now. Yeah. I think it's really pretty phenomenal that we still have these wonderful opportunities to celebrate, if, if you know, nothing else, and all these different places. But you, you were talking about, you read something that was weird about Brazil oh. that you had said to me. Uh, that the the president of Brazil was saying that he didn't want their country to be looked at as like, you know, this gay destination or something like that, which I thought that's kind of ridiculous to say. That's kind of whack. I mean, gays are... I mean, Brazil seemed like a, a, a free and welcoming um, yeah. destination. Yeah, and you know what? But I, not I was, for yeah, not all parts, right? But but because like, you know, they are murdering when, when transgenders. I, when I'm, and when stuff. I'm traveling, you know, I really want to pay attention to how I'm spending my dollars and where I'm spending my dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, for these different countries that are not you know welcoming to you know gay couples, I, I can't say I really want to spend my dollars there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's places in Brazil. I mean, not the whole country, Brazil. I guess there's there's places that are friendly, but then there's places. Yeah, if you're a transgender gay, you can be murdered. Right, and I'm not. So I'm not trying to spend my. Dollars I think there. that is important for us to to really give our dollars at places that support us, and not just places that you know don't. But I know you. That's been, one you, man, you've been not the whole country. The, you've been promising me the Caribbean, so I want to make sure we're going somewhere. Yeah. That um, really supports us. Yeah, yeah. Those are important things to look at. I think that's important overall, you know, because you might really love the beach and love all that, but if they're killing people and they're, no, there's no rights, you're right. Right. I, I want to give a big shout out to um, this organization that, that we're part of, the National Friendship Movement. Mm-hmm. And they just we just had our big reunion in Detroit. I think it was our thirty eighth um, annual reunion in Detroit, and uh, Melba Moore was performing mm-hmm. "Blast from the Past." Um, had probably about two hundred um, folks descend in Detroit over over the Easter break, and um, next year they're going to be going to Philly. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we'll be able to join them next year. Yeah, Philly's having their pride. I think this year. I mean, not this year, but coming now. Up. Okay. I don't know. I've I never been to Philly Pride, though. Okay, okay, okay. So um, we just kind of digressed. I kind of like <laughs> just took us on a whole other thing, That's talking right. about Pose. Not but right. um, we were talking about Love Is Not. And, of course, we're not talking about the obvious stuff, like, you know, someone beating you, hitting you, disrespecting you, you know, not honoring you, trying to control what you're doing. That is definitely not love. Those are, you know, things that I think are just... A given. Right. You know, we're talking about when you are in a healthy relationship and um, you're trying to build or you're beginning. Um, I'd like to say that it's worth taking the risk and that the only way you really find out what love is and what, what love is not is when you actually are living the experience. Right. Give it a try. When you're... <laughs> 
Try love. And when you're giving the, when you're living the experience. Um, one other thing that was really good also that I liked from the author was she said that love. Um, oh wait, no wait, let me get it right. She said, "Oh no, where is it? What did I want to say?" Oh brother, you know what I thought you were going to talk about <laughs> um, with people giving it a try about what? the um, the dancers from oh yeah Beyonce's yes, uh, yes these two lesbian uh, women of color met on tour with Beyonce's tour. I guess they were dancers. One was a dancer, one was a musical director. Okay, and they fell in love. Yes, on tour. Yeah, I just read that, and they're getting married. Yes. Isn't that a great story? That's a really great story. Like, is Beyonce going to sing at their um, <laughs> wedding or, I like, send a wedding party? They, what is she going to do? No, they said, I think not, but... She's um, probably going to send something to him because she's nice like that. Okay. Isn't she? I hope so. She's not like that. Especially when she finds out they fell in love over right, there. On her tour. But I think that's pretty cool. So love can be found anywhere. Yes. It's like you don't know when or where or what's going to happen. So I think if you're open, if you're looking for love right now out there, you just need to be open. And if you've been in a relationship and you're taking a little time off for yourself to love yourself, that's good too. But don't be afraid to get back out there. If that's what you're wanting, you want to have companionship and someone in your life. What do you think, babe? I agree. And you don't have to settle, you know. Take your time. Um... But the most important thing is it's like riding a bike. If you fall off the bike and you, like one time I fell off my bike frontwards, forward, Mm -hmm. flew off, scraped up my face, mad, you know, it was bad. But I still love riding bikes. Mm Got to get back on. Same thing with love. Mm -hmm. You know, you may be hurt, may have gotten hurt, may have had some, a few bad experiences, but you got to keep trying. Yeah. I think so. I think it's worth the risk. Yes. Well, I love you, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Time to make the rosemary chicken. Oh, gosh. Well, I guess I got to go, peeps. Got to get out there, do my wifely duties. (laughs) But I don't mind. Like I said, it's not tit for tat. I don't mind cooking for you because I ain't doing the dishes. (laughs) All right. And I ain't taking a guy, but Jan. No problem. All right, baby. But anyway, once again, we really, really appreciate all of you listening. We want to thank you all for listening. If you've noticed, we've been coming, um, doing our show over the weekend now, kind of switched up from just Friday, but we will be always posting a show once a week during the weekend. And uh, we just want you to find us out there. You can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts, on iTunes, on CastBox, in the, in the Google Play Store, or on Spotify, on iHeartRadio. Um, yeah, just click and subscribe and so you don't miss an episode. And also, you can always find us on Instagram at We Choose Love Always and follow us both at Myra Gandy and at Rhonda Livewell. Yes, and please connect with us on Facebook at We Choose Love Always. You can follow us on Twitter at We Choose Love Now. And you can contact us via email if you have any questions or if you have some um, topic that maybe you'd like for us to talk about. Hit us up at wechooseloveallways at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Keep it loving. And remember to always choose love.